Welcome to Inspired by Faith, a program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. I'm Emily Jaminette, and I'm joined each program in studio with my friend Michelle Fanley. This is a show to help you to be inspired by our Catholic faith, live out the gospel message, and deepen your relationship with Jesus Christ. We hope this show provides an uplifting 30 minutes to help refresh your soul and strengthen your faith. As it was born out of our friendship, we hope it encourages you to deepen and develop spiritual friendships with your sisters in Christ. Hello, Michelle. Hi, Emily. It's so great to be here in studio again with you. It is, and the weather's still beautiful, and Columbus has is, is been hopping lately with a lot of wonderful means of evangelization leading up to the great Congress, uh, the great conferences in February. It is exciting to start thinking about February and the conferences and our amazing speakers. So we are excited today that we are continuing our conference speaker series. And today we're going to be featuring our musician, Marie Miller. Ah, what a gift to have Marie. Um, really, she is very, very inspiring. She's a Catholic singer, songwriting writer and instrumentalist. She grew up in the Shenandoah Valley in Virginia and is the third of 10 children. Uh, Marie began singing at the age of seven. At the age of 12, she joined her family band playing at festivals and churches with her sister. A blue black, a bluegrass duo was billed as the Miller Sisters. Marie has opened up for the Backstreet Boys, Sarah Evans, Magic, um, and she also had the opportunity to perform in September 2015 for Pope Francis and 750,000 other attendees in Philadelphia. She currently lives in Memphis, Tennessee. Welcome, Marie. It's so great to be with you guys. I cannot wait for the conference in February. That's awesome. We cannot wait to have you. It's such a blessed day. And the music is such a special part of a day. I know we always have the musician welcoming all the women. So when they come in, it is just a day of joy, right? They experience that joy right away as the, they step into the auditorium and hear um, this beautiful music and it's uplifting and it's it's so exciting. It's such a gift that you get to come because as Michelle said, I mean, this is the opportunity for them to encounter the inspiration of the day. And I love that you're not here, um, you know, that you're also here as a, a Christian artist, that you're, you know, stepping forward. So maybe you could share us a little bit more about your faith journey and, you know, the importance of your Catholic faith. Yeah, so um, I grew up in a beautiful Catholic family. My parents are both just lovers of Jesus and of the Catholic faith. So that was very culturally a part of who I was, I was in my family life. We are from uh, a community in Front Royal that is a Front Royal, Virginia, um, which grew out of Christendom College, which is a very traditional Catholic college. And so it just Catholicism was around me. Um, and then I had a great love for music as well. But I kind of separated, the, separated those two things. I kind of was like, well, there's you know, my Catholic faith, which is kind of what I do. Like, it's part of my life, it wasn't the main thing, honestly. I just wanted to be a singer. I just wanted to, to make music. And that was what I thought was like my heart was drawn to. And then when I was about 16, I read John Paul II's letter to artists. And um, I read that he said that beauty stirs in us a hidden nostalgia for God. It calls us to transcendence. And I finally was able to connect the dots that the music that I love so much was created by the God that was loving me so much. And so I you know, kind of stirred them together and learned that, that the beauty I was seeking was beauty himself. And since then, I've, I've tried yet yeah, to, um, to live out my Catholic faith 
um, and to be an example as best as possible, but recently have um, kind of gone back to doing, um, releasing a a Catholic um, album in March. I probably will have some of them very likely with me um, at the conference. And so it's really exciting to be not only a Catholic that's performing, but really right now a Catholic artist making Catholic music. That is exciting news. I had no idea. So congratulations. And we hope you bring it with you in February because we're all going to want to hear it. Um, So tell us a little bit more about your music. You know, what's your favorite song that you've written and performed? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, Different seasons have uh, brought about, you know, favorite songs and and gotten sick of songs. Uh, I think right now my favorite song is one I will certainly perform for everyone in February, and it's called The Way of Love. And it's not released yet, but it was inspired by St. Therese, and I'm just a huge fan of hers. And it's about um, how we can go the way of glory, the way of, of fortune, and that, but only the way of love will bring us home. Wow, that's that's really beautiful. And, and you know, I'm, I'm just excited about this women's conference, Michelle. I, I'm so excited to bring women together. And Marie, you know, when you have uh, 3,500 women that are our neighbors, fellow parishioners, you know, women that are coming by bus, there, there's just an energy there because so many of the faces you recognize and you, you see the different parishes and these parish groups. And this is something, you know, one reason why we're releasing this now is to help people understand the gift of being here. And the music is really a important piece. Mm. Yeah, and I'm so excited. I, I think that at least the plan is, is for me to sing for adoration. I think I saw that on the schedule. Yes. Um, and I just, that's my favorite thing to do because, like, the main thing is Jesus. And so the closer that we can get people to Jesus, you know, and I think that music can really help just get you in the the mindset and just, like, make your heart just, like, break open for what He wants to give you. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that, to me, along with doing the singing and, you know, doing my songs or whatever, but the part that is always uh, just my favorite part of any, and, and that's beautiful about our Catholic conferences. You're going to have, you know, time with the Eucharist, and so I'm super excited about that. And this year, you know, it's the the year of the parish for the Eucharistic revival. So we've, you know, transitioned things a little bit, the conference, so we're going to be having actually Holy Hour right before lunch and leading into confession. And it is one of the four pillars of the Eucharistic revival is to give people the opportunity for an encounter. And I think our entire day of the women's conference is an encounter movement. And also, but especially the adoration hour, it's, you know, people tell me all the time, like how powerful that is. And I think so many people, number one, they've not experienced adoration or not in that way with music and a Eucharistic procession. So it's such a powerful experience. So can you tell, I'm sure you've done lots of Eucharistic holy hours with your music. So what's it like for you as a musician to be, to be part of it? Or have you seen any really beautiful fruits from these Eucharistic holy hours with music? Mm. Yeah, I, I have probably done hundreds. I don't know how many, but just so many. And I've got, I've got to do it all over the world. Um, I work a lot with the CFRs, the Franciscan Friars of Renewal, and they do Paris missions with uh, adoration um, so I've got to go to Germany and, and, and do this with them. I've um, got to sing it um, at St. Patrick's Cathedral, which is my favorite. Not always be my favorite because I'm looking at the rose window and then like everyone, it's like, like so beautiful, like singing, like just holy singing to God with that window. Um, but 
I would say that, you know, no matter where I'm doing it, whether it's like just at home and, you know, my home parish or just all over, is that like Jesus is always the same. It's always the same Jesus waiting for you. I wrote a song that's coming, I'll probably sing for you guys too, um, that it's a, a letter that Tolkien wrote to his son, and he says, Out of the darkness of my life, so much frustrated, I bring you one thing, the Eucharist. All the glory, all the honor, all the, everything that you seek, um, the romance um, is contained in this. And that is it. I mean, that's, that's the whole thing. And so just as a musician, to be pointing people through music towards all of their heart's desires uh, is it's a gift. Like, it's my favorite thing. I hope that, that I never stop doing it. Wow. I mean, I'm I'm inspired hearing your backstory and, and the love that you have for the Eucharist, the love you have for your faith. What is that like for you, you know, in maybe in the past as you performed in more secular environments? Did you feel like your faith was able to be a, a strength and even a witness to sometimes when it hasn't always been, um, you know, a Catholic environment like we're going to have at the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference? Yeah, I do. And I think sometimes we Catholics can, um, almost like if we see our, each other in a, like in a movie, like a regular Hollywood movie or something, and then we, you know, kind of with the Mark Wahlbergs or whatever, you know, everyone's like, oh my gosh, he's Catholic? Wow. And so sometimes I think it's funny is that if, if a Catholic has heard my song on pop radio or something, and then they go, oh, she's Catholic? That's possible? You know, like you can do that. Um, I think it's, has been helpful um, to have that, but also just in my life, um, I have seen that um, meeting secular people and just having like simple conversations, and then they learn pretty. They know because they'll ask, "How many siblings do you have?" Nine, <laughs> you know. Um, and uh, if you read anything about me, you'll find out I'm Catholic. And so I think that um, I got to have conversations with people that maybe have never met a Catholic or someone who is like a you know, I'm really into this Catholic. And so to be able to do that in the secular world was really cool. And I was always really protected because I had a band that, you know, loved God. Um, my Either one of my siblings or one of my parents pretty much always traveled with me. So we just kept it where we were uh, together. And if you're uh, in a big city and you're playing a show at night, there's no reason why you can't go to, you know, Mass. Doing that, so just trying to focus on that when we could. Now, I saw you're playing for a you know pretty big event next weekend uh, in uh, Indianapolis. Um, so, can you share a little bit about that event and what it's going to be like? Yeah, so I'm really excited um, performing at uh, the National Catholic Youth Youth Conference, NCYC, and I think about twelve thousand kids come to that. Uh, I will be. Speaking more, actually. So I'm, I'm, I'm pairing with a speaker um, from Notre Dame, um, and we are going to talk about purpose, and I'm going to be singing and playing um, for that. So that'll be really cool. I, I'm just, like, not cool anymore, though. Like, Gen Z is just, they're so much cooler than me. Uh, so I'm a little intimidated to be around 12,000 Gen Z uh, kids. So we'll see how it goes. Well, I have to tell you, Marie, my girls always come to the conferences. My youngest is nine this year. My next is 12. And then I have 18-year-old. And they come to the conference to hear the musician. And they get their T-shirt. And then they listen to their music. And it's so amazing for me because they that is their favorite part. And they connect always with the musician. And, and because the music is so 
powerful. So it's a little window into those teenage and even under teen lives that they they love the music. So it is a powerful, powerful witness. So I know they're going to be so excited to hear you this year. It's so good. And I have a question as a mom. So I got temporary tattoos I'm giving away. Would you be so annoyed if you're this is what I'm trying to figure out if parents are gonna be annoyed if their kids come home with temporary tattoos no way we love temporary tattoos as long as they don't put them like on their face yeah as long as they know they're not like the uh the the scrub off you know in one day but no the nice thing about the diversity of this conference what i hope that you're as touched as i am when you look out and you see just all these different generations you know um it is multi-generational it's you know, a lot of times three generations, the grandparents, you know, both of us go with our, our mothers, our mother-in-laws, you know, and then down to our children. So I, I think it's it's really a special event. So no no worries about the temporary tattoos. I And I agree, That'd with, be a hit. I agree with Michelle that, um, you know, really it's a window to introduce uh, Christian music for a lot of the women. I think um, it's so important to have beautiful music in our life and especially Christian Catholic music is even better. So I, we, we are so, so excited. And I'd love to hear maybe even, you know, from your own perspective, like, why should a woman come to this? You know, what, what are your thoughts on, you know, why, why make the effort coming to such as the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference, these, these big events um, that we're promoting pretty early on? Yeah. Wow. I mean, it is such a inspirational day when you walk into a room and you have women, yeah, from like different generations, um, that from all different stories, from different places that come together for the same purpose, which is basically to know and love Jesus more and to know and love each other more. So I just, I mean, if you are considering going, like, please go. I know for me that it's it's basically like going on vacation, like spiritual vacation. Um, so then you come back and you can get back into regular life. But you, it's, it, I don't. This might sound cheesy, but it, it is almost like a spa day, a spirituality. And so, um, yeah, totally go and just because we can always feel like we're the only ones, and they're trying to live out our faith. But when you're in a room and you're like, oh my gosh, all of these women trying to do this it just is going to give you a boost that's awesome i'm so so excited it's my favorite day of the year i always say it's like christmas for me because i look forward to it for so long and really the spiritual gifts that everyone is receive receives that day they are amazing like if you come with an open heart you know god really blesses everyone that attends that day i really believe that Mm, that's awesome i was just gonna say um Marie and Michelle, recently someone told me that, you know, many years I kept inviting them and, and they kept, you know, I'm too busy. It's a bad time of year, you know, this and that. And then they finally came and she said, like, why did I say no for so many years? Right. Like, I wish I, I didn't realize what I was missing out on. So it, it's also a reminder to keep asking people, you know, and this is a good reason to even start now, you know, make sure maybe there's 10 people that you could personally invite to the con to the conference i keep doing that <laughs> to the conference um to the columbus catholic women's conference because i think that personal invite sure goes a long way now marie i read in one of your blogs recently one of your favorite saints is blessed carlo acutis so can you tell us a little bit about him especially in this year of the eucharistic revival and why you like him so much oh yeah i love talking about him so he is um, an Italian saint 
um, are, I think they actually are from England, anyway, well, but um, lived in Italy, and he um, uh, passed away when he was 15 years old. He died of leukemia, um, but he lived his life totally for God, and he did it in very normal teenage ways by um, comforting kids that maybe their parents were going through a divorce and, um, you know, uh, sticking up for bullies. Like, he loved video games. He did the cutest thing where he would only play one hour a week for video games, even though he loved it so much. Because he's like, I need to, like, focus on praying. <laughs> Just, like, to imagine a 14-year-old fourteen year old boy doing that. Incredible. Um, but he just loved the Eucharist. He said that the Eucharist is his highway to heaven. And even as a little person, he would just um, want to go during Mass and spend time with the Eucharist. And so I really believe that, and particularly for, for young men, that um, maybe if they're struggling with going to Mass, even Sunday Mass or maybe it's daily Mass, that spending time, I mean, all of us, it's spending, spending time in adoration. I've seen with my brothers in the way, and I lived with my older brother for many years, um, that adoration can be a really special thing for them. So, yeah, just for, for, for young men. So I love it. He would be uh, 32, and I'm 34. And so to me, when I talk to him uh, in prayer, I feel like I'm talking to one of my guy friends because I've got a lot of great guy friends. And so it's, I, yeah, I just love him. He is a great saint, a great, I love how you talked about, you know, sitting in, in front of the Eucharist, you know, how it makes you a, a saint just by, you know, being there in adoration, such a beautiful example. And I'm glad he's getting more known this year in the, in the special Eucharistic revival, because he's an amazing gift to our church. Mm, for sure. And it's just so cool how, I mean, just to his, you know, there's not only pictures of him. One of the pictures I posted was him and a Spider-Man uh, Halloween outfit, and you just think about like saints being so far away sometimes, and 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 just thinking of like a saint, you know, went trick or treating, uh, and so it is possible to become a saint. And we're all striving, striving to be saints, right on that highway to heaven. There, well, Marie, mm-hmm. can you tell us where our listeners can find more about you and your music and download your music? Yes, so they can. Go to my website, mariemillermusic.com. And I want to just encourage you um, also, yeah, Instagram, Marie Miller Sing. Facebook is slash Marie Miller. And just so perfectly that we're having this conversation is that I, along with Sarah Kroger and Sarah Hart, some other amazing Catholic musicians, released a song just last week called Woman. And it is about uh, three women in Scripture and their encounter with Jesus. And so um, if you're going to listen to anything uh, of mine, it would be easy to find it because it's all over my <laughs> socials right now. But start there, and hopefully it will get you excited for the conference. We actually had both Sarah, Sarah's um, sing at our conferences in the past, and we love them both. So I just ap- actually went out of my Apple Music and put your name in, and I downloaded everything of yours. So And I have now the one with you and Sarah and Sarah. So that is oh. awesome. <laughs> I can't wait to get in the car and listen to it. That is so cool. Yeah, I love, they're so great. They're just such great women. And now I feel even cooler than I'm able to play for this conference. That's awesome. It is a a great day. And I can say the music piece uh, was something we instituted maybe five or six years ago. Um, It's been really an incredible addition to the conference and really helps um, women to enter in. I think um, that, you know, when we sing together, I love that. I love sitting in the back and hearing all the voices. And I see it's kind of like a little bit of a microcosm of heaven, what it's going to be like all praising the Lord together. So we're so excited you're going to be part of that. 
Oh, I love the way you put that. That is perfect. It is. It really is a snapshot of heaven. But you got to be there to catch the snapshot because there's right. going to be a lot of excitement, energy, music. Uh, so, and I also um, download your music as well. So we'll be sharing that, and it's it's exciting. It's it's how the kingdom's set up, right? We all do our little part. So true. Well, you guys are doing a great part. I'm really excited, and uh, I'm just um, I know that God has, you know, this is ordained. So. Um, I, I'm I'm grateful that he has uh, brought this to my life and um, that I'll get to meet you in person. Well, maybe I'll meet you in person this weekend at NCYC. Oh, we, I will not be there, but I was, I'll be uh, spying from, you know, like lis- listening for some, I know there's always little snippets on the internet and things, so we'll have to definitely check it out. What a great, okay. great thing to do, be able to be part of. Before we leave, Maria, I was thinking, you know, do you have any advice for that young artist, that young girl, that person out there that would love to do what you're doing? You know, I think part of that is that inspiration and and passing that on. Do you have a few words um, to leave us on? Yeah, I think the the most important thing practically, I always say when, when young women ask me this, is just make sure you're practicing. I think so the uh, instance like uh, TikTok, um, you know, Instagram world is like, it's more about getting followers and like getting good at music. And so just to make sure that you're really working on your craft, because that's what it's about. It's not about being famous. It's about being excellent. Uh, and so that's on the just practical human side. And then on the spiritual side, it's just that what, you know, to always be asking Jesus, like, what do you, how do you want me to glorify you? Like that you may increase and I may decrease because gosh, like being a, artist is it's making it sometimes harder to become holy. So you have to be just really careful that you are doing it for the right reasons. And I struggle with that because I'm I'm vain. I want people to clap for me and I want people to notice me. Uh, and you can use that tool, like, you know, to help bring your music, but you just got to be really, really careful. So that, that's what I would say. And how many instruments do you play? I play four. Uh, I play mandolin, uh, a big mandolin basically, which is called a bazooki. I play piano and guitar. And how many hours a day do you usually practice? So growing up, uh, at one point, I did four hours um, for about a year, and that changed my life. I wish I could tell you that I practiced <laughs> even an hour. Uh, these days, I'm more working on the business side of it, um, but I really do try to just have like play my instrument at some point every day. I think it's good for our kids learn to hear that because I know my daughter was like I want to play the guitar and she thought she had natural talent and then after the first lesson she's like wow this is really hard I'm like yeah I know it's going to take you a whole year to even you know start sounding like you know playing an actual real song that you want to hear so it's not something that you just pick up and magically happens it's hard work and effort and it's but it's a beautiful gift I mean it's I enjoy so much when hearing my children when they work hard and and play and practice so it's it's using your talents for God and then I love seeing them in, at mass to sing and that type of thing mm. yeah that's beautiful and you're right it is sometimes shocking <laughs> when kids and they first start like wait this is hard but then it, yeah you're like yep but you got this so um, I definitely, I quit piano when I was seven because I thought it was boring. And now I wish I kept going because I'd be a lot better piano player now. So, um, yeah, I, I started again at 20 and I was thinking, wow, all those years I could have been playing piano. 
but oh well. We are so looking forward to having you here in February at the 2024 Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. Um, I am Michelle Fanley, and I'm in the studio with Emily Jaminette, and we are talking with Marie Miller about the 2024 Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. So, Marie, thank you so much for joining us today. We will see you here in February, and God bless. God bless you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, beautiful. I mean, such great advice too, practical advice, even on our own. You know, what areas do you do your life? Do you need to continue to practice what you're doing? Yeah. I would say prayer. Yeah. I need to keep practicing my prayer life. I need to keep practicing um, and homing on your skills. And the second piece of advice she had for us is, you know, how do how does God want me to to give him that glory? So even, you know, just she has this amazing career, but it also comes back to our own little life in how we can give God the glory in our own life. Amen. So be sure to go ahead and register now for the 2024 Columbus Catholic Women's Conference on February 17th. Um, We'll have amazing, so many amazing speakers this year. We have Heather Kim, who is the co-host of Abiding Together, Father John Burns, who is one of the National Eucharistic Revival preachers, Claire Dwyer, the author of This Present Paradise, A Spiritual Journey with St. Elizabeth of the Trinity, Father Tim Anastas, who is at the St. John Paul II Newman Center at the University of Illinois, Chicago, and is also a Eucharistic preacher. Um, Bishop Broglio is the Archbishop for the Military Services of the USA and currently serves as the President of the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. So we have an incredible lineup. We are so excited for everyone to join us in February. So check out ColumbusCatholicWomen.com to get your tickets. I can't wait. I am, I'm totally thrilled. And I think let's challenge people, right? Let's go forth, start with inviting one person, right? Then another person. Let, let's, let's continue that personal invite. And imagine if your phone rang and someone invited you to do something, right? Not just a text yeah, a real <laughs> or deal email, like a real phone deal call. phone call. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's close in prayer, Emily. Let's do it. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, Mary. You who are a model of women, keep all women close to your immaculate heart and present them to the sacred heart of Jesus, your divine son, who with the Father and the Holy Spirit is always our hope and source of our strength forever. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us for Inspired by Faith. We hope you are blessed and inspired by this episode. To find out more about the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference, visit columbuscatholicwomen.com. And to hear more about Emily and my work, please be sure to check out inspirethefaith.com.